good day, gentlemen, and welcome to the Manning Podcast. I'm host and founder, Roman Asbill. Thank you guys for being with me. Uh, it's a good Friday. I have a cup of coffee in front of me. Ah, thank you, coffee, for being my friend. And today we're going to continue covering the book, The Obstacle is the Way by Ryan Holiday, uh, subtitled The Timeless Art of Turning Trials into Triumph. Last time we were together, we were going through uh, the first chapter, uh, The Discipline of Perception, and we were talking about um, perception as it pertains to how we look at things. One quote by Ryan Holiday says, You will come across obstacles in life, fair and unfair, and you will discover time and time again that what matters most is not what these obstacles are, but how we see them, how we react to them and whether we keep our composure. You'll learn that this reaction determines how successful we will be in overcoming or possibly thriving because of them. He goes on to say that where one person sees a crisis, another sees an opportunity. Where one is blinded by success, another sees reality with ruthless objectivity. Where one loses control of another of emotions, another can remain calm. So desperation, despair, fear, powerlessness, these reactions are functions of our perceptions. So you have to realize nothing makes you feel the way you feel about any given situation. We choose to give in to such feelings or we choose not to. So again, in context, desperation, these, these negative emotions, this desperation, despair, fear, the feeling of powerlessness, we, nothing makes us feel that way. We choose to give in to such feelings of desperation, despair, fear, powerlessness, so on. Or we choose not to. So that's what we talked about last time we were together. And I might add, seen properly, everything that happens to us, be it an economic crash, personal tragedy, whatever it is, it's a chance to move forward. Or, equally, we can take that opportunity to stop, sit down, feel sorry for ourselves, and not move forward and not progress and stay stuck. And it is absolutely our choice. So Ryan Holiday ends that first chapter of The Obstacle is the Way. He ends the first chapter chapter saying there's a few things to keep in mind when, when we're faced with a seemingly insurmountable obstacle. We must try to be objective, to control our emotions and keep an even keel, to choose to see the good in a situation, to steady our nerves, to ignore what disturbs or limits others, not allow those same things to limit or disturb us, place things in perspective, revert to the present moment. A lot of times we are looking either so far ahead or we're looking so far behind and we're anxious about the future or fearful of the past. And if we just stay in the present, you know, how do you, again, how do you eat an elephant one bite at a time? Stay in the present moment whenever 
your emotions are flooded. They're overwhelmed whenever you're, when you're feeling that, that overwhelmingness, that desperation, that despair, that powerlessness. That's a time to back up and stay in the moment. Not, not look too far ahead or too far behind you, but stay in the moment. One foot in front of the other. And then focus on what can be controlled. I have a thing hanging up in my office. It's two circles that overlap. One circle says things that matter. The other circle says things that you can control. And where they overlap, it is an arrow pointing and it says what you should focus on. So what you should focus on is where those two circles come together. Things that matter that you can control. Things that don't matter, don't worry about them. Things you can't control, don't worry about them. But worry about things that matter that you can control. All right, so this week we're going to move on to chapter two, Recognize Your Power. And this chapter starts with a quote by Marcus Aurelius that says, Choose not to be harmed and you won't feel harmed. Don't feel harmed and you haven't been. And he talks, uh, he begins this chapter with a story of Reuben Hurricane Carter, who was a top uh, contender for the middleweight title um, during the height of his boxing career, uh, sometime in the mid 60s. And uh, he was wrongly accused of a crime that he didn't commit, in a, a triple homicide to be exact. And he went on trial. And a biased, bogus verdict followed with three life sentences. And Ryan goes on to detail in some uh, specificity how Carter handled this uh, unfair set of circumstances that he was handed. When Carter was sentenced and he... Uh, landed in prison, every second of his energy was spent on his legal case. Every waking minute was spent reading law books, philosophy, history, um, and his uh, struggle to study and become informed um, and to appeal his case, and what put him there in prison to begin with. And it took 19 years and two trials to overturn the verdict. But after those 19, after 19 years, he left prison, not only free and innocent, but better and improved. After 19 years, when he walked out, he simply resumed his life. He did not file a civil lawsuit to recover damages, He didn't even request an apology from the court. And he said the reason he did that was because to him, that would imply if he would have, if he would have requested an apology, that would have, that would imply that they had taken something of his that Carter felt he was owed. That he'd never, and that, that had never been his view, even in the, in the dark depths of solitary confinement, he had made his choice. This can't harm me. I might not have wanted it to happen, but I decide how it will affect me. No one else has the right. And I quote Ryan in his book. He says, we decide what we will make of each and every situation. We decide whether we will break 
or whether we will resist. We decide whether we will assent or reject. No one can force us to give up or to believe something that is untrue, such as that a situation is absolutely hopeless or impossible to improve. Our perceptions are the thing that we are in complete control of. So in essence, the gist of that that statement is, you know, you can be thrown in jail. Someone can label you. Someone can deprive you of your possessions. But they never have control over your thoughts, over your beliefs, and over your reactions. Those are yours. They belong to you. And it's only if you hand someone the remote control to your TV, to your life, that they have any power over you. As long as you hold that, no one controls those things. All that to say, we are never completely powerless. Even in prison, deprived of nearly everything, some freedoms remain. Your mind remains your own. Your choice, your will remains your own. Calvinists, don't write me. I'm not even going to respond to you. Um, but some things cannot be taken away from you. Now listen, you may find yourself in a place where you don't have much power. Absolutely. But you must understand that's not the same thing as being powerless. Many great figures from history have dealt with having not much power at points in their life. Nelson Mandela is a good example. But it's what you do with the circumstance of not having much power. It's what you do with that circumstance. Are you going to use it? Are you going to turn prison into a workshop where you can transform yourself into a, are you, are you going to take the trial of your life and let it become a schoolhouse where it can begin to transform you and where it can begin to transform others? Or do you just sit and let the circumstances overwhelm you and begin to say to yourself, I truly am powerless? Even in AA, even realizing you're powerless over your addiction is having power. It's, it's the paradox. It is having enough wherewithal in your mind to understand. I'm going to use the very little power that I have to admit that I am powerless over this substance. But it's still power. There's a power in brokenness. To one person, a situation may be negative. To another, that same situation may be positive. So when you look at the great characters in history, when you uh, read books, when you read biographies, when you read or, or go to a movie, or you, or you see these great characters in history that have overcome many trials, when you look at you know, Nelson Mandela, when you look at everything that uh, Martin Luther King Jr. went through before he was uh, finally uh, killed in cold blood, when you look at what all these people went through, many generals, many warriors, many soldiers, uh, political figures, religious figures, when you look at many of these people, 
and you see what they've gone through and you see how they chose to look at the circumstances that they were that they were handed and they choose to not lose hope but to dive right into whatever it was and and let that be a workshop in their soul let that be a tool let that be uh beneficial to them when you see that and then you compare that to this generation not just the millennials i'm gen x and i'm talking to my generation too and even my parents generation as for us we face things that are not nearly as intimidating and then we promptly decide that we're screwed and this is how obstacles become obstacles we look at a wall we say there's no way around it, and we sit down. There is no good or bad without us. There is only perception. There is the event itself and the story we tell ourselves about what it means. Quoting, I'm quoting Ryan Holiday. He says, there is no good or bad without us. There is only perception. There is the event itself. So there's actually what's going on, whatever it is in your life. And then there's the story that we tell ourselves about what it means. How many times have you, has there been a story in your life? You're living this bad circumstance, seemingly bad circumstance. And then you, not only is the circumstance bad because of our perception of it, then we, we invent this story to go with it. And we tell ourselves what the story must mean as well. And we add all the luggage and the baggage and the drama with the event, which may or may not actually even be attached to it. But we have this perception, and then we put a story around it that we build up in our mind. Oh, it must mean this. I heard this great uh, great quote. It's not in uh, Ryan Holiday's book, but it says, uh, if you're staring up at a mountain in your mind and you can't figure out a way to climb it or go around it, just take the stairs. (laughs) I know it's probably incredibly simplistic, but your mind created the mountain. So let your mind create some stairs. You understand what I'm saying? Like there are legitimately in life, just crappy circumstances. No doubt. They're crappy. You just got a crap sandwich. But there's the BS situation that we're actually in, and then there's the footnotes that we add to it. And that's what I'm talking about. Leave the footnotes out. Stop adding a story to all your circumstances. You have no idea what may or may not really truly be going on. And we read into it, and we put a story around it, and we say it's happening because of, I was a disobedient child. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't obey dad when I was three. God hates me. Uh, my wife is out to get me. Oh, my husband thinks I'm ugly. I, we we build all these stories around the actual whatever's going on. Just because your mind tells you that something's awful or evil or unplanned or otherwise negative doesn't mean you have to agree. Ron Holiday goes on to say, just because other people say something Say that something's hopeless or crazy or broken to pieces doesn't mean it is. We decide what story to tell ourselves or whether we will tell one at all. And welcome to the power of perception. I heard the story 
uh, one time about a uh, a guy that was working at a company and he made a mistake and it cost the company uh, $10,000 or something like that. It was a pretty costly mistake. And uh, so two two bosses were talking and one said, well, did you fire him? He goes, no, why would I fire him? I just spent $10,000 in training. But this boss saw this $10,000 mistake as good training and he wasn't about to to then fire the guy after he'd made that mistake. He was like, I, I, I look at that as an investment. So, that's how we look at things. Perception. It's applicable in each and every situation, impossible to obstruct, and it can only be relinquished. And that is your decision. Now, gentlemen, go be dangerous. 